It is Tuesday, August 20th, and this is The Rally. Hey everybody, Adam Giardino with you, and it's time for another episode of The Rally. Scranton Wilkesbury ambushed Erasmo Ramirez and the Pawtucket Red Sox yesterday to the tune of an 11-1 victory. We've got plenty of highlights, so let's dive right into them. Brian Keller making his third AAA start, got a scoreless first inning. In fact, he went six scoreless, and Pawtucket didn't even score until the ninth inning. So Keller was excellent en route to the victory, and Pawtucket jumped all over one of the more consistent arms in the International League this season. Erasmo Ramirez entered with a 4-7 and record and a 4.25 ERA, which ranked in the top 10 among qualifiers in the IL. But Scranton Wilkesbury paid no mind to that. They batted around in the first inning, seeing 36 pitches from Ramirez. The first two batters of the game, Terrence Gore, Billy Burns, both walked. Then Clint Frazier flew out, and the next man up was Eric Kratz. Three balls, one strike, one away, two aboard for the Rail Riders. Pitch to Kratz. Line drive smoked past the shortstop. Terrence Gore being waved home. They'll test the arm of Sturgeon. The throw's offline. It's an RBI single for Eric Kratz. Gore scores. Burns to second. Rail Riders lead it one to nothing. A strikeout and a walk followed that single by Eric Kratz. So while the bases were loaded with two outs, Erasmo Ramirez was one pitch away from getting out of it. But... Mandy Alvarez, the seventh batter of the inning, had other ideas. Two balls, no strikes, bases full. Pitched Alvarez, grounded through the left side of the infield. Burns will score. Kratz is being waved home. Sturgeon's throw, headed to the plate. Kratz scores standing. We're safe all around. It's a two-run single for Mandy Alvarez. Drove in five yesterday. Two more here tonight, and Scranton Wilkesbury jumps to a 3-0 lead. The Real Riders thrilled to see a crooked number go up on the board against Ramirez. Three runs home in the frame, but Zach Zayner delivered another. Runners on the corners, the 1-0 to Zayner. And Zach drills it out to left field. This is off the wall. A foot shy of being a home run. One run scores. The throw comes into third. It's a double for Zach Zayner. 4-0 Scranton Wilkesbury in front. 4-0 Scranton Wilkesbury on top of Pawtucket. We jump to the second inning, and the Rail Riders kept attacking against Erasmo Ramirez, scoring three more runs and ultimately knocking Ramirez out after 61 pitches over just an inning and a third. It took him 61 pitches to record four outs, and the Rail Riders out to a 7-0 lead. We talked about Brian Keller, how he was great. Six innings, no runs. Rex Brothers, a scoreless frame. David Hernandez, a scoreless inning. And at this point... Pawtucket was trailing big. The Rail Riders went on to add three more runs in the eighth inning, including this swing from Eric Kratz. Kratz smashes one towards straightaway center field. Hernandez to the warning track to the wall, and it's out of here. 408 straightaway center. Kratz clears that by another six or ten feet. And the Rail Riders lead it nine to nothing on a solo home run. Eight runs prior, this their first home run of the game. Scranton Wilkesbury, 11 nothing. They won 11 1. Pawtucket spoiling the shutout bid with one out to go, but the victory never in doubt for the Rail Riders before a crowd of 6,687 fans on a Monday night in Music. Before yesterday's game, we had a chance to sit down and chat with the voice of the Pawtucket Red Sox, Josh Maurer. It's eight games over the next 11 days coming up between the Rail Riders and the Paw Sox, so we figured we may as well chat with the expert and get an earful of what. Pawtucket has going on, and they have a bunch of new faces. So we ask about them, some top prospects coming up in the system, and one name that's bigger than all the rest is the first guy we ask about, and that's infielder Bobby Dahlbeck. 
Well, the one thing, Adam, that's been apparent since he's come up here is he can start to hit for average, which he didn't do at the lower levels of the minors. He was hitting about 230 at AA this year, but well over 300 in the couple of weeks plus since he's been called up. I like his approach. He'll take a walk if you give it to him, but he also was leading the Eastern League in home runs. That's a pretty good combination of guy who will take ball four or can hit it over the fence. And honestly, he looks the part. He's a big, strong guy. Looks like an all-American absolute baseball player that you'd find on a 1950s baseball card. (laughs) So I think Bobby Dahlbeck is just fascinating because of the pedigree that I talked about. And then obviously he's got a pretty advanced approach at the plate. Now, the interesting thing about him these days is that he's starting to play first base. You'll see him there tonight, in fact, for Pawtucket. That was not a position he'd ever really tried before. But with what Rafael Devers has done in the major leagues, that position is pretty well occupied for Boston. So they're seeing if he can play on the other side of the corners. And if he can, who knows? Maybe he's a candidate next year to play there. I was going to circle back later to Raphael Devers, but may as well touch on it now. He won the American League Player of the Week award. Um, For the Red Sox, in terms of the internal discussion in the organization, this guy's the first player in the big leagues this year to get over 100 runs batted in. I mean, he seems to be a stud and way ahead of schedule considering his age. Think about last season at this point when Pawtucket played Scranton a few times over the last week of the season and Raphael Devers was playing for the Paw Sox. Now I know he'd gotten hurt, but they were not in a huge hurry to call him back up for the stretch drive last year. Man has, it it has changed. And then some with Devers, it's like he's flipped a switch and all of a sudden he's become one of the best hitters in the American league. And that's not an exaggeration right now. He's still such a young guy, but hitting for average, hitting for power, his defense has actually improved at third base. And you look at him and Bogarts on the left side of the diamond for the Red Sox. Those guys are young and now under control. And you'd think that they're pretty well set there for a long time to come. Josh Maurer, the voice of the Pawtucket Red Sox, is our guest here on the pregame show. Touch on a couple of more guys before we cut you loose. One of the other offensive prospects that we find in this lineup is shortstop C.J. Chatham. He's been on this roster even less time than Bobby Dalbeck has, so, uh, has been. So what do we expect to, to see out of him? What's What does his tool shed look like? Well, the big thing is he's hit for average everywhere he's been in the minors. So obviously it's a pretty advanced bat was leading the Eastern League in batting average when he got promoted a week ago. And that's not been a league that's seen a lot of offense all year. If you look at the run totals down at AA, I know even the guys at Trenton would probably tell you the same thing. That's been a pitching-dominated league. So for the fact that Chatham has hit nearly 300 there, that tells you that he can really swing it. And he's come up and continued to do that. Just had a great series against Toledo over the weekend. And really looks like a guy who has advanced his power a little bit, hit a whole bunch of doubles playing at double-A and got his first triple-A home run against the Mud Hens the other night. And also, I've been impressed with his infield defense. He's a shortstop by trade. He's got slick fielding ability, good hands, and he's starting to play second a little bit too. And second base is a position that also could be open for the Red Sox in the coming years. Tonight's starting pitcher as we get set for the opener of a four-game set is Erasmo Ramirez. We'll see plenty of arms this series, but Ramirez comes in with a 4-7 and seven record, but the ERA is 4.25, which in the International League in 2019, that means you're one of the more consistent, one of the better pitchers in this league. So uh, a veteran, but uh, 
what do you night in and night out think of when Erasmo Ramirez is taking the ball for Pawtucket? Well, you think of consistency and you think of a guy that's not really going to beat himself. He's always got a good game plan and he seems to stick to it. But I agree with you. Yeah, that ERA, it doesn't jump off the page, but you're right by comparison to most starting pitchers who have been in this league all year that's well inside the top 10 and he has actually the lowest opponent batting average of any qualifying pitcher in the league this year so that means he's not giving up a ton of hits he doesn't walk a lot of batters he just doesn't beat himself had a few rough starts here and there actually he struggled last week in a game against Norfolk but other than that really consistently you'd have to say he's been one of the most uh not advanced but effective starting pitchers in this league this year and you'd expect that from a guy who's won over 30 major league games he has spent much of the last seven or eight years in the majors and was starting pitching depth for boston when they signed him in the offseason they just haven't needed him so he's spent pretty much the whole year here in Pawtucket and done a really nice job big thanks to josh for being our pregame guest yesterday thanks to you for making the rally part of your day today We've got first pitch tonight at PNC Field coming up at 7.05. Pre-game coverage with Adam Marco and me begins at 6.35 on the Rail Riders Radio Network, the TuneIn Radio app, and on the MILB First Pitch app as well. I'm Adam Giardino. Follow me on Twitter. I'm at Adam Giardino, G-I-A-R-D-I-N-O. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you later tonight.